Hey, Maverick! <laughs> hey, Maverick! Welcome back to Hey Julia podcast about Top Gun Maverick! Danielle, it's been, it's been 24 hours. How you doing? Exactly 24 hours. I have never been better. You know, I was saying to Brett, I actually went and listened to our podcast <laughs> right after we it recorded it last night. And I thought to myself, this is a great podcast. <laughs> if I, I wasn't know what on this... the rest of media doesn't get, man. Like, it's, yeah. we're hilarious. If I wasn't on this podcast, I would still think it was a very good podcast. And if I was a certain Big Brother Canada winner... I would kill to be on this podcast. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! <laughs> if I was if I was any sort of former BB contestant, I would be dying to get on this podcast. Like, you don't even have to talk about Big Brother, or you can yeah. talk about it as much as you want. But like, we're not going to press you to be like strategically. Did it make sense? Um, yeah. Who cares, and man? Who on cares? day forty-two, after you did the slip and slide challenge, you said to Michael, "Like we wouldn't do that. We would I, not do that." I actually listened to the six-hour-long podcast featuring the most recent winner of Big Brother Canada on a separate okay. podcast that shall not be named. Six hours was it actually? It was actually six hours long, and the host wow. had. The host had basically watched every. The host does the live feed updates for a certain, for a certain Robert who has a podcast or whatever. <laughs> Robert, yeah. <laughs> um, I admire. I admire the discipline. I admire. Oh yeah. All that, but like, dude, dude like we barely watch the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what we do watch. And you know the this is the first we watch two our parter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the first two parter Hey Julian history. The first ever time we had so much to say that we had to do two episodes and it's not about Big Brother. It's about the movie Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, Yesterday we taped, uh, Danielle had a heart out, so we had to cut it short at like 53 minutes, which was sick. Yeah. It's Simply a sick not joke enough we time. played on you guys. So we're <laughs> yeah. going to do more Top Gun. We actually have a bunch of questions that we really wanted to hit, and, and there's yeah. like a little bit of like random Big Brother stuff. So Yeah, I didn't want to rush through the cues and comments because we, no. we have a lot and they're good. No, so. we, like, if you're submitting cues to us in early June, yeah, you deserve the like, the most amount. Like, you're a you're a you're in the Julie Club, the Gold exactly. Star Julie Club. I uh, just want, briefly, I wanted to say, you know, everyone's doing the the, the new meme is the Dolly um, AI image yeah. Yeah. generator. I entered in last night. Jerry O'Connell hosting Big Brother, <laughs> and it didn't look like anything. So it was, I would have, if it looked like something, I would have posted it, but it didn't. I tried to make it happen for America and Canada. I, I love that. I haven't had a chance to play along with it yet, but um, I would love to get started on that. <sighs> okay. I need to like. Where should we start off with? I with need to put myself back into the, the zone. Yes, <laughs> the cockpit. Either the cockpit or the danger zone. Pick your <laughs> Top Gun reference. Both. Um, are yeah, do you have anything you want to lead off with? We talked about so, a lot yesterday. Yeah, I know that we sort of touched on the young cast yesterday. Yeah, but you know what? We mostly talked about Glenn Powell Jr. You're and how wonderful he was. You're reading my mind. Yeah. Because I think there's we we have not talked about Teller. <laughs> Miles Teller, not my tempo. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> no, not my tempo. But a good, he's really a good actor. He has not been, he is hidden away. He's like a little hermit crab who has been hiding in the sand for quite a while. And this is his triumphant return to the big screen. What? He's been in he, movies for like a decade. No. Well, yeah, he's been in movies, but not in big hit films. And especially because everyone said Miles Teller is the next big thing. Because he did Spectacular Now with our girl Shailene Woodley. Someone's girl. <laughs> and then he did um, Footloose. He was the lead in the remake of Footloose. There so was a was remake like, of Footloose? Yes. And everyone was like, wow, this kid can act and dance. And then he topped it all off. The cherry on the Sunday, the movie Brett and I just quoted, Whiplash, where oh, he it was like he wasn't Oscar Kenny, He wasn't Kevy Bacon. He was Kevy Bacon. No, that was yes. that was an actor named Kenny Wormold. Oh, no, you're right, you're right. Actually, Wormold. he's the best friend. He's the best friend. If I'm an agent and your last name is Wormold, <laughs> I'll just be like, let's go by Kenny Johnson or whatever. <laughs> Kenny Cruz. <laughs> Kenny, yeah, Cruz. Kenny, Kenny Flapjack. Kenny Steele. <laughs> Kenny Steele, man. Like, that's a name. Um, well... Anyway, Miles <laughs> was the top of the radar, okay? And then he yeah. fell off the place. So there, he he, gave he went below the hard deck. You couldn't see him on radar. Yeah. The service to air missiles couldn't see him. You know what's so crazy is as we talk about even one detail of Top Gun Maverick, I'm like, oh, I have so much more to talk about that, like the fucking hard deck. <laughs> and we haven't even talked about the mission itself. Oh, good. Okay. There's a lot to talk about stuff. <laughs> okay. But first, Miles Teller. Miles Teller gave this... I mean, he sort of believed his own hype and he he got a reputation in Hollywood for being kind of a difficult guy. Sure. So he, he kind of got dropped off the face of the earth for a little while, even though he's been in movies. He hasn't had that push where everyone was saying it was sort of like Shia LaBeouf. Remember when everyone was like Shia LaBeouf's going to be the next big thing? Yeah. I mean, they look exactly the same. Yeah. There's clearly a spot that Hollywood really wants to fill. <laughs> they keep finding these guys, and these guys just keep falling short. I say fill it with Glenn Powell Jr. He's great. He hasn't disappointed <laughs> us once. No. I guess not. I mean... I'll, but here's I'll what I'll say. I yeah. do think Miles was quite good. He was fine. He's good. He was fine. Like, he's he's <laughs> Miles Teller. It's like, he shows up... I'm, when I say I don't like Miles Teller... It's, as you said, like it's not my tempo. Like I, he doesn't <laughs> doesn't seem like doesn't seem like I'd be friends with him IRL. He goes no, on vacations with fucking Aaron Rodgers, who has like thoughts. Yeah, because Aaron Rodgers is dating Shay Lean Woodley. Not anymore. Did you know who not Aaron Rodgers is dating now? Who? He's dating an influencer named Earth Blue, and oh. Blue is spelled B L U. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Indie Blue? I've heard of Indie Blue. I gotta Google this. Hold on. Indie Blue is a really big influencer. That's why I've heard of her, but I've never heard of Earth Indie Blue. Blue. No, no, it's Blue of Earth. B-L-U oh. space of space Earth. <laughs> oh, okay, no, I, I don't know her, but wow, great. Makes sense. That makes sense. He has a type. Yeah, fuck. And I thought I had a type. Because I like weirdos. He likes even weirder weirdos. He went from, I mean, Shailene is pretty weird, but he went even more weird. He was with Mun. 
I know. Right? Mun was no- Mun's normal. Mun's having Dan- the baby with Mulaney. Yeah, who had? I mean, who doesn't have a baby with Mulaney? <laughs> yeah, his I'll wife. Tell you who. His wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who. Yeah. Um. So Miles was good. I did think so at the very beginning of the movie when Tom Cruise is still living in uh, space a space hangar. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about that. <laughs> we did uh, not oh, talk I about did, that. I did look up on the IMDb trivia the World War II era plane. That's yeah. Tom's. That okay. wasn't. They didn't he have to call. To the they didn't have to call like a, a World War II plane rental service. Tom was like, "You can just borrow mine." That was big of him. Also, oh my gosh, there's just so much. When he's working on that plane, they show him working on that plane. He's wearing a white t-shirt. Yeah, he's got his little monkey wrench or whatever. But he's like, his arms are up above because he's working. He's reaching and you see his top guns. And I just thought that is a perfect opening shot for this movie. You know he's real. Like, you know he's real if he's just like wearing a white t-shirt and like... Working on some, <laughs> working on, <laughs> working on some mechanical stuff. But also, just I don't want us to fully gloss over this. Tom Cruise's character lives in an airplane hangar. Yeah, because he loves airplanes. <laughs> that, that he has a whole living room set up. He eats his breakfast sitting in the airplane hangar. That is where he does not have a home. I was. It, it was really interesting to have like one shot of him carrying a plate of eggs. and coffee and he like sits down he he walks past he has like a a wall of photos of of the first movie essentially like the only part of his life that's mattered yeah but he also has a picture of rooster miles teller yeah and i have to say i did think it was really good casting in that i didn't think miles teller and anthony edwards looked that much alike but seeing their pictures next to each other and they both have the same mustache (laughs) i thought this is great casting. <laughs> <laughs> does does Pete Maverick Mitchell live permanently in the hangar or does he have like an apartment? No, somewhere? he they made it to me the fact that he's eating breakfast like somewhere he has a hot plate. I think he lives in the airplane hangar. Oh, no doubt he li- no doubt he has a bed there. But do you think he has a he rental property? Own, he like yeah, he owns like a two bedroom <laughs> no. condo. I don't like I don't so, like in San Diego or like no you know Wichita wherever <laughs> absolutely not they were like they made it very clear his this man's priorities which are number one airplanes number two breakfast having a paper calendar <laughs> yeah but he does um, have a fo- he does have a smartphone later in the movie because he's I texting. Know. And it's a uh, weird, it's a weird interface. It's like, it's, what kind of phone is this? Yeah, no, it was definitely, you know, it's definitely like, yeah, we didn't want to pay Android or, or Apple to use their interface. It was a little weird. Um, but they do have the ellipses pop up when someone's oh, typing. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know if Android phones, phones have that, but there's no way to know. Message. There's no way to know. Yeah. We, would, we would, of course, not know. No. Um, so anyway, <laughs> Miles did well. That's all to say I thought Miles did well. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was fine. Like he, he's, you know, he's he's a fine actor. I think, I think sometimes we like thrust stardom on like twenty two year olds, and like they're not mm-hmm. probably ready for it. And then he made like yeah. a bunch of like shitty movies. Like he made like, what's it? Like, War Dogs was that War what Dogs? it was called with Jonah Hill? 
so awkward or whatever. That awkward <laughs> moment, you know, it's awkward when. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. That feeling when. Uh, yeah, and then like those in Divergent movies that no one saw and are constantly on cable, and I'm like, well, I'll never know what what these are about. Yeah, I I watched the first one starring oh, wow. our girl Shailene. <laughs> And I, uh, I can't tell you, but Kate Winslet, Mayor of Easttown is in it. She plays the bad lady. She plays the villain in those movies. Wow. She plays like, cause you know, every one of those young adult novels turned films series has the grown up who's bad. Yeah. yeah. It's Kate Winslet in this one. Wow. She's then usually pretty one, discerning. No, not in this. She's a bad girl. And she has a weird name. Her name is like Peg. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with all these movies. Like even Star Wars and stuff, like half of the characters' names are like Zarblacks and half of them they're named like Kevin Spaceship. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's even better. It's not Peg. It's Janine. <laughs> Janine. <laughs> She's a like receptionist at a doctor's office. <laughs> <laughs> who gives um, you attitude and like, no, yeah, like exactly. you should know what forms to fill out with your health insurance also speaking of great names I don't know this man but the movie the first Divergent movie was directed by someone named Neil Berger <laughs> <laughs> to bring it Yummy. back do, do you think do you think Cruz would have chemistry with Winslet wow no <laughs> I think it not. would I think it would be weird even though she's probably 15 years younger than him. Yeah. She would almost seem like his mother. And there would be like a weird like mommy boy situation. There's just has cuz he's I so know, small and she's like I'm not saying she's large but she's com she's commanding, right? She is a commanding presence. And here's the thing. I just think Tom Cruise is so American. I know he was married to an Australian. But he is so American that I just don't think he can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with an English-trained actress like Kate Winslet. I don't think it would work. Yeah. It's just too—they're so opposed. They're so wrong. He's just such an American cheeseball that to have someone of her, like an English rose, like Kate Winslet opposite him, it would just—it wouldn't work. But you not even like a mayor, a mayor scenario. Oh my gosh! Don't get me started. Mayor's accent was bad. Kate Winslet did a bad accent. <laughs> she was good you, otherwise. But you know on. how in that show, there like Guy Pierce was like, "I'm just a history professor." What happened to that character? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> You're Where'd like, he go? He <laughs> yeah. Uh, why doesn't Tom Cruise play him? Brett, come on, get real. You think Tom Cruise is going to play the third lead? <laughs> He's going to play like a red herring character on the HBO <laughs> yeah, exactly. murder mystery? Wake up. Tom Cruise is in, he's 60 years old and he's never been more successful in action movies. Speaking of waking up, man. Mm -hmm. I was woken up to how my rant about John Hamm yesterday was just the fucking tip of the iceberg. I'm glad we're doing oh, two I'm glad we're doing two podcasts because yeah. I talked about Ham. Ham's in this commercial with Flo. And I'm watching yes. I'm watching basketball finals as I, I do. Yeah. There's a second 
ham with flow commercial. The first one is about how like they went on a date 20 years ago, but she doesn't remember. And he right. wants to go on a date with flow. The second commercial, he's on the date with flow. <laughs> ham, buddy, what are you doing? Where do they man? go? Where are they go? Some rest, like a restaurant. It what was, kind? Italian? Che- red it, and white checkered not, tablecloth? This was a 30-second car insurance commercial. Like, they did not get that far into the details. Um, I just, I would expect that you're going to be seeing a lot of John Hamm and Flo together. Because you know they booked three days and they said, let's bang out seven commercials. Yeah, there's going to be a bunch of them. Yeah. Anyways. So, just get used to it is all I can say. Yeah. You thought you thought John Hamm was doing a career turnaround with his incredible portrayal as Colonel Benjamin. <laughs> Bo Benjamin, is that his name? Bo Simpson. <laughs> Bo Simpson in Top Gun Maverick. Wrong. He's actually never been lower on the totem pole. What other Top Gun Maverick stuff do we have? Okay, so we didn't get... Oh, the mission. We got to talk about the mission. You wanted to talk about that. That's the thing. We sort of breezed past so much of the plot. So basically, Tom Cruise Cruise is testing spaceships at the very beginning. Yeah. But he also shows that it can go really fast. And so it's like, whoa, this guy, he still got it. Ed Harris, only in the movie for... 10 seconds, it's like, we're taking you off this mission. You're needed back at Top Gun Island. So he goes... It's a punishment. It's a punishment. It's like... But it isn't... It isn't... Because, like, Ice is the one who really threw him a bone. So it's not really a punishment. It's like a last chance. Well, kind of. Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Like, he doesn't... Yeah. Maverick doesn't want to be a teacher. But you're making it seem like it's like Mighty Ducks, where it's like he has to go teach this. It kind of is. It kind of is. Because they're the best of the best. They're good kids. But Maverick Maverick doesn't want to be a teacher. No, he doesn't. Because he goes in, because then he goes in and Admiral Bo Simpson explains the mission and Maverick's like, cool, let's go. We're going to go, we're going to go, we're going to go. And Ham is like, you're not doing the mission. You're teaching it because you're old mm-hmm. and we hate yeah. you. <laughs> and you're forgetting. Well, let's not gloss over the part where um, Tom Cruise walks into his students. They're all sitting there, classroom like, and he's got a big binder of what oh, he's supposed yes. to teach. <laughs> so good. I saw this coming like 30 miles away and I was like, yes. It's a big, thick binder. And he goes to the podium that's set up to fit his five foot six frame. And he picks up that binder and he throws it in the garbage. He's like, like, you you guys know everything in this binder, right? (laughs) Throw it away. (laughs) It's like, it's like, did because the garbage can was so perfectly placed for him. Did he get there early and put it there for dramatic effect? I gotta see, or, yeah. Like, like, why else would there be did, a garbage did he can call next Warlock to a podium? And be like, yo, Warlock, you gotta get a bigger trash can. <laughs> I'm throwing a lot of papers away. Because it's like, if I'm going to see someone and they're talking at a podium and there's a garbage can there, immediately I'm like, something's up. Because <laughs> why would there be a garbage can next to a podium? Every. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's not a natural place for it. I have a question about this is for every movie about <laughs> military aviation. Yeah. When they do the briefing, 
Why is it always in a giant hangar at a podium in front of an American flag the size of Rhode Island? <laughs> well, it's that's where don't they have classrooms? They're in class. Like no, that's like, where he's if most you're doing a top secret mission to like whatever place, whatever stand. North, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, we don't know where. Why are you doing it in like this giant thing where it's like this giant hangar where like you can't hear and like I don't know someone might be walking around with a video camera or something like that. That's what you'd think. Uh, yeah, it would be more realistic the... if every once in a while Tom Cruise is trying to teach and he turns around and he's like, "Hey, be quiet." <laughs> What's the guy with the vacuum? Can you not vacuum now? Yeah. <laughs> or like they're all working on planes, you know, at the beginning when he Tom is showing his top yeah. guns when he's wearing his tight t-shirt. That's what everyone in the background is doing. They're all working on a plane. How did you feel about the mission? Okay, let's that yes, they had we to need... drive very fast through a canyon and then go up really fast and then down really fast and then shoot something and then I, go up really fast again. I absolutely loved it because they really made it like Let's take a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm shocked they didn't add a loop-de-loop in there. But it was literally like any exciting roller coaster you can think of. That's the mission. But yeah, they, but I, they, I love also they set it up. They're like, this is impossible twice. There are two impossible tasks within the mission. Plus, you have to get it done in two minutes and 30 seconds. So. Yeah. Let me explain. And they constantly show you a yeah. cartoon of how it's supposed to look. <laughs> so at I, no point in the movie are you ever confused. Right. But I I challenge accepted because I was a little confused at why. <laughs> well, I didn't understand how they practice the mission. So, yeah, as Brett said, they have to zigzag through a canyon and they have to do it really low to the ground because otherwise the enemy's machine guns will sense, they'll trip the sensors in the sky <laughs> and the enemy's machine guns will shoot them down. So they have to go, say, really low as they go zigzag through the canyon. Then they have to shoot up almost entirely Vertical, yeah. like 90 degrees. And then and go down that's, again. Right, but that's when they suffer the G-force. Well, that's not till the end. Oh, that's at the end. Sorry. Okay. Because they go up, and then they got to flip over and go down into this volcano and and fire in a... That's when they fire the target. They fire the target. Okay. And then here, here's the detail. You're not just firing a target. Bob's in the back, and Bob's got a laser. He's going to shoot a laser. At yes. a target, and then you're going to fire a missile at the laser. Well, but here's the thing. The they also have to do that twice. Works less than 50% of the time in this film. <laughs> yeah. Anytime they need more drama in this film, they're like, yeah, the uh, laser breaks. <laughs> yeah. And that happens multiple times in the film. But they also, they can't just do it once. That they That's why they had to have two sets of the airplanes. They have um, to shoot one missile to just break the yeah. roof and then they need to shoot another missile into the hole in the roof made by yeah. the first missile. It's a really intense shooting drill. But so after they do that, that's when they go up and that's when the G-force. The Gs are too is, much. It's too many Gs. And the way they describe it, they're like, it's like an elephant sitting on your chest. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, how can, I don't think any of them could actually survive this. I don't know how many G's like you could survive. 
I don't think any of them could. There's at one point when they're practicing, I think it's payback. I forget who it is. If it's payback or fanboy, one of them passes out while he's on the plane. He's driving his plane and he passes out from the G-force. The plane starts careening towards the ground and they're all like over the radio. They're like, fanboy, come in. Fanboy, wake up, please. Because <laughs> he's going to die. He's going to crash the plane. And somehow that works. And he does wake up. Or wait, they do some little trick. What do they do? They kind of like oh, he put the no, he puts the missile lock on him, which like sends this loud noise. Oh yeah, through the, the noise through the the cockpit, right, uh, right, right, to maybe wake him up. I got. I have an answer for you. Okay. For most of most of us can withstand up to four to six G's. Fighter pilots can manage up to about nine G's for a second or two, but sustained G forces of even six G would be fatal. And How many G's like, did they get up to? It was like ten G's for sure. Oh, wow. oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. It was a lot of G's, baby G. Danielle, can you explain the difference between a G and a mock? Yeah. So here's the thing. The mock is the speed at which the spaceship is going. Yes. And the G is the pressure of going so far vertical at gotcha. such a speed. Yeah. Thank you. I'm a scientist. <laughs> Um, but so, yeah. So they have a lot of little foibles when they do these practice rounds of the mission. But here's what I Here's where I was confused. How can they really practice this? Well, they had pl- there was like a <laughs> shot, like an insert shot of like, well, we don't have the exact canyon and we don't have the right. exact mountain, so yeah. we're gonna put it in your little GPS device and your little Apple CarPlay on your plane, and you're gonna follow it. The you're gonna follow the coordinates in your little on-screen map, right? So we, otherwise, we just have to do it in the because we just have to do it in the middle of the desert. That's what I'm saying. This is where again I'm saying the U.S. military is cheap. They should have built, built an exact mountain, yeah. replica and let them practice there. They had three whole weeks. They could have gotten it done. Yeah, That's I mean I Tom Cruise could probably get it done in three weeks. <laughs> Tom Cruise, Jimmy Cameron. <laughs> They kept, they kept bringing up that this mission was in three weeks. They kept saying it. And like so much time passes and they keep going, this mission's in three weeks. But then, then yes. they, they pull the rug out and they're like, actually, something happens. This mission's now in one week. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, actually, we need one less. We have one less week. Um, but can I, like, there never seemed to be that much time pressure. Like, they guess they keep okay. saying it, but... And when they take away a week, Johnny Ham is like, listen, guys, this mission <laughs> is too hard, um, so we're going to make it worse. We're going to make it harder. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can do the mission instead of two and a half minutes. You have to do it in, like, four and a half minutes, and, like, you only need, like, three of the Gs, and, like, you guys are just going to die if that's cool. Yeah. And as this is happening, Maverick, this gets into my my next topic. Maverick steals a fighter jet, and he demonstrates <laughs> that it can be done in two and a right. half minutes. No, no. 2.15. No, yes. <laughs> he does it even faster. That's the thing. He's proving a point. Do fighter jets have keys? Well... Okay, so that's that's, that's a not great the only question. jet that gets stolen in this film. 
Right. He steals that one. But also, I'm so I'm so confused by like the tech of the jets. Because the very first one, the spaceship one, seems pretty high tech. But then the others all look the same, but they make a big deal about the one Tom Cruise steals from the enemies being like so old and decrepit. Yeah. But I'm like, it doesn't look that different from the supposedly modern ones they're using. Other than the insides look like shit. I guess. Like it has a bunch of little toggles. And then they have the new ones that the new bad guys are. Those are the 5G ones. Those are the AT&T Verizon <laughs> T-Mobile 5G ships. Okay. I think the callback was that the ship that they steal at the end is like pretty similar, is like the ship from the original movies. Oh, yeah. The whole point was just like, Miles Teller, they have to steal this enemy ship and it's old. Or not ship, I don't know, plane. And it's old. A plane and is Miles a ship. Teller. Miles Teller keeps being like, this thing is dusty. Like, this thing can't hang. And it's, like, really about Tom Cruise. It's the equivalent of, like, the Adam Sandler, Leslie Mann movie where their kids are, like, they pick up a VHS and they're like, what's this? Did you stick it in your butt? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, Miles Teller, we get it. You're young and you don't. You didn't, you're like me. You didn't see. Like, where do I plug my iPhone into this plane? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whereas Tom Cruise is like, oh, I, you know, Tom Cruise feels the ship and he is like, oh, this takes me back. I remember this yeah. like it was yesterday. My big hit film, Top Gun. So are planes so complicated that they don't have keys? They because No, they're so uncomplicated that not only do they not have keys, but you can fly a plane from t- 30 years ago just as well as long as you've flown a recent plane. Nothing has changed, I guess. What I'm saying is, like, they're really, really expensive. So much so that they're like, well, no one would, like, even walk on one and, like, even attempt to just, like, steal it because they wouldn't know what buttons to press or how to do anything. So let's just not have keys. Yeah. Or maybe they do keep the keys in the plane. They don't want to lose them. Oh, they should keep them in the flap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they even referenced that earlier in the movie with, with Penny, that he snuck Penny onto a plane and, like, stole the plane and, like, flew around with her. Right. She was the Admiral's daughter. <laughs> How could we forget? I just... <laughs> So, like, he just, Tom Cruise, like, well, okay, so let's just go to the, the Admiral Bo Simpson example. He's given the speech. <laughs> yeah. And Tom Cruise knows to time it out, like, an hour before. He has to, like, go to the hangar and be like, no, it's cool. I got the plane. <laughs> or, right. like, steal the keys. And then fly. Like, and no one is ever like, hey, stop it. You don't. You don't tell Maverick You're fired from it. the mission. Like, you don't have the keys that day. They had no leverage and they knew it. They were like, let's just see how this plays out. And uh, thank goodness they did because he proved that it can be done. And in two minutes and 15 seconds, which is less than the time they needed. It was, I mean, it was fine. It was fun. Like it was exactly what this movie needed. But that is like a thing that I feel happens in a lot more recent blockbuster movies where they set up an obstacle and then the next scene, the obstacle is, is gone. Well, what I like, appreciate... Tom Cruise, you're fired from the mission and we're going to do it the <laughs> shitty way. And then the next scene is like, nope, 
all right, cool. And, and yeah. it reminded me of like the the most recent Star Wars movie where like every two minutes it's like Chewbacca died. Oh wait, never mind, he's fine. C3PO <laughs> forgot everybody and everything and he forgot the mission. Then the next scene is like, oh never mind, he's fine. So I don't know, man. Just like Yeah. Let me sit with the consequences for like five minutes. Let me wonder. You can I mean Maybe have him go home and, like, make some eggs and be sad. (laughs) So much happened in the three weeks, by the way. Valcomer's character dies. He He goes from being fine to, like, cancer is back to, like, full-on military funeral. Yeah, beautiful military funeral. I understand Um, Penny is an admiral's daughter, so she probably, like, knows people. But what is a local bar wench doing at an admiral's (laughs) funeral? We also didn't talk about some of the hard decks little quirks. Oh, yeah. Let's go through the the etiquette and rules at this bar. Yeah. So Penny's bar is called the hard deck. And um, first of all, it has a piano that anyone can play. Secondly... (laughs) Yeah. If you put your here are the rules. If you disrespect the Navy, if you disrespect a lady and if you put your phone on the bar, Penny rings a bell and everyone there knows the rules. Everyone there knows the rules, except for some reason. Maverick. Top Gun. (laughs) Maverick. Well, Maverick, you would think, too, that Maverick would the one rule that he would the one rule that he breaks is the phone rule. Yeah, he puts his phone on the table. But you think Maverick's so old school. Like, why does he have his phone out? Like, why is Maverick texting? You well, because he was texting You think ice. the young people come in. You think yeah. that Coyote and Fanboy. Fanboy, he's on his phone. He's watching Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> yeah, you'd think. You think but... he put his phone down because he's like, I got to see what these, I got to see what these the Stranger Things kids are up to. Well, you know, they couldn't have Tom Cruise disrespect the Navy or a lady. So they were like, we got to make up some no rule way. for him to break. No way. <laughs> so he has his phone on the bar. She rings the bell and everyone's like, yay. And it's because if you do that, you have to pay for a round for the entire bar. There were 100 people in there. <laughs> 100 people. And maybe it's cheap. Hey, I don't and know. I, maybe I, the I, beers are cheap. Maybe it's happy hour. San Diego. Okay. Maybe it's, ha- okay, $6 a beer. <laughs> $600? Well, they do say he can't afford it. His card is declined. I mean, but also, like, $600 is not a lot of money to put on a credit card. <laughs> that's he. That just shows how how so Maybe it's a, it a debit place. card. <laughs> and there's a limit. It looked like a heavy card. It looked like one of those metal cards, though. <laughs> yeah, it did. It you had, had a metal like, card. That doesn't get declined. No. I mean, maybe that was Tom Cruise's real card that he lent to the movie, like that plane. But it Tom gets declined, so he has, has to come back the next day. A credit card. <laughs> it's just amazing to like imagine some celebrities like having things that like normal I know, people. Like, getting... He has a phone. He has say like he has like Charmin somewhere. He has to floss. Nobody has to floss. No, people do have to floss, actually. You don't have to floss, and the in exchange, twice a year, a man says, hey, man, you probably should be flossing, but that's <laughs> no. all right. We'll see you in a few months. It makes a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, that's the, the dentist bar. flosses you, and they're like, whoa, it's a lot of blood down there. <laughs> do you floss regularly? And you go like, yeah, totally. That's just super weird. This, this like never happens. 
Oh, wow. Embarrassing. Huh. Oh, wow. Was, you must have hit something. You must have hit a fucking <laughs> capillary. Because <laughs> that never happens with me. <laughs> um, okay, so... <laughs> So wait, so that was the we we the talked about the mission. Oh, and when they when you don't when you don't when you card gets declined when you have to wait. buy fourteen hundred dollars worth of <laughs> Bud Light, they throw you onto the sand. They throw you out. They kick you out. But wait, here's the thing, Brett. Do you not remember? So his card gets declined. He gets kicked out. She sees him through the window. He's looking sad because he's reminiscing about all the good times he's had there with Goose. The next morning, he comes back and he has the money to pay her. And Penny says, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> he's like, forget it. High margin business. <laughs> like, Running a bar. That was so crazy. And he gives it to her. He's like, no, I'll pay. But that was a crazy thing for her to say. My thought, my thought on the whole card declining situation was that <laughs> she just said his card. I think his card worked. I think she okay. just like kind of like put it in and pressed a button and like <laughs> didn't charge anything. <laughs> it seemed flirtatious and like, hey, you're we none of us have seen Maverick around for 20 years. We're going to like give you a bit of we're going to give you like a hard time here today like it felt like she was kind of flirtatiously giving him a hard time but being like oh you gotta kick you out of here your car doesn't work all that stuff yeah but i i just thought she that joke's on her she's giving away free drinks do you, yeah do you think drinks. that's how it works like say you go to a bar and you and you're just like it's on me for the night 850 dollar bill maybe you get some bottle service 850 dollar yeah. bill comes around and your card gets declined and you're like well <laughs> Sorry. We're good. We're even. Kick me out. See ya. Me out. See ya. Uh, I don't know. I don't That's know. the I life hack wanna... to trick any bar owner. Yeah, is just bring wanna... a bunch of expired credit cards. <laughs> there is another scene. There's one more hard deck scene that really bothered me, and we're yeah. really jumping ahead. But it's like so they've completed the mission. Everyone survives. It's all good. And Tom Cruise goes to the hard deck, and he's there's this old man there. Penny's not there. Oh there's yeah, who's this guy? <laughs> well, the man goes, "Oh hey, Maverick," and Maverick goes, "Hey, where's Penny?" And he's like, "Oh, she's not here. She's and sailing. She's she." <laughs> but like, but they, but like. Tom Cruise has a look on his face like, ugh, I blew it. And it's like, why would he have blown it? It's, it's, it was just such a weird scene because, like, it's not like she's mad at him. He didn't do anything wrong. Why did they put in this scene of, like, oh, he showed up to the thing and she's not there. Something must be wrong. But it's like, nothing's wrong. The very next scene, she shows up in that hot little car. She's not mad at him. There was never a problem. Why did they put that scene in the movie? You don't understand because you are a mysterious woman yourself. <laughs> Sometimes women are just like, I'm just going on a boat for a while. and like, you're never going to see me. I just thought this movie is two hours and 11 minutes long. That scene was maybe 30 seconds. They could have snip snipped that scene. It was weird. It was just like, well, because he left for the mission, maybe because he was leaving for the mission. And like she got sad so that he's 
We never well, saw I think that. that was it because it was like, okay, here, let me, let me try to piece this together. It might be out of order. I might be wrong. Cause she's like, don't abandon me. Don't leave me. Right. And even her yes. daughter is like, don't, don't abandon us. Maverick. Yeah. I'm 14. I got to go to college soon. Someone's got to pay for this. My mom's giving <laughs> yeah. away. My mom's just giving away <laughs> kegs worth of beer. She's the worst. She's the worst bar owner in San Diego. Um, and so then the like the mission, the practicing goes in such a way that it's like, which of course we were building to the entire movie of like, well, Pete, Maverick's not going to fly in the mission. He's just going to select the the people to go on the mission. Of course, things happen in such a way that. Oh no, Maverick has to go on the mission. Maverick's the yes. only person who can fly it. Yeah. And then he sh- and then I believe the scene before he shows up to the bar in his like whites, his yes. his his navy whites and he wi- and you don't even hear this. He goes and he whispers something to Penny and she keeps and she seems kind of sad. And it's I, my assumption is that he's like yo, I'm going on the mission and I might die. Don't yeah. let your daughter be like be become friends with me because I'm going to die. And that's why she leaves is because she's so upset that like Maverick might die. Okay. That's my, that's my thought. All right. That's my explanation is that she's upset at him because he's going to die, but he's not dead. So she's back. She's got the Porsche. Here's the thing. He immediately does not die. (laughs) Immediately. This mission is too minutes long. (laughs) So it's not like she even had to wait that long in suspense to see if he died or not. He so, immediately does not die. Okay, so there is a part where he gets shot down and the movie just yeah. fades to black and <laughs> yeah. sits there black for six, seven seconds. Right. What was going through your mind? I was just like, come on. I know it's not over. <laughs> come on. Bring it up. Where is he? Where is he? What's going on? But this is, I have to say, I do love this. This happens in every Tom Cruise movie now, where it's like every movie is Mission Impossible, where it's like, here's the mission. And then they complete the mission, even though it seems really hard. Here's the impossible but then part. there's all this other crazy shit that happens. <laughs> yeah. So now Tom Cruise is sprinting, of course, because he didn't. Yes. I don't know if Tom Cruise runs in the first movie. I don't remember. I don't know. This might have been before the Tom Cruise like learned how to run. Thing. Yeah. So he's crashed in Siberia, and a like attack helicopter is coming after him, <laughs> and he's running through the forest. And we're like, "Yes, here we go." Tom is yeah. running. This movie now has, the movie's really beginning has everything, and then yeah. like Goose shoots down the helicopter. Whatever, man. Like, what else yeah. is there to say? So, well, it's a fun, it's a fun chain of events. So like Rooster shoots down the helicopter that's going to get Tom, but then Rooster's plane gets shot down. So he's on the ground. So they're both screwed on the ground. Then they have to go steal that old plane. And then they're flying that old ass plane with the enemies. And they're just like waving to the enemy, giving a thumbs up to the enemy, being like, play it cool. That was fun. That was a fun part. But of course, the enemy catches wise and is like, those aren't our guys because they're not wearing full body face masks. Because they're clearly American. They they represent the American ideal of individualism where everyone gets to paint their own helmet like their own little snowflake selves. Exactly. And they have big toothy smiles of men who clearly floss. So the enemies go and try to shoot down. Rooster doesn't floss. 
<laughs> and as they're about to really kill, really this time, Tom it's Cruise, it's, it's, he's going to die. That's when Hangman gets his hero moment and he shoots the enemy down and it's like, yay. And first of all, yay. I think we can retire this joke format, which is he comes in and saves the day and he does the airline spiel of please raise your tables and buckle up (laughs) and make sure you're in the upright and locked position. Yes. Which was, you know, it relieves the tension of the moment, but I don't know. I think, I think that, I think we're done with that. Well, it's just like, there are only so many movies about airplanes. So they do want to make that joke. They do want to hit that. Or yeah, maybe it's legally obliged that you have (laughs) to do the tray tables in the upright and locked position joke. The FAA said we have to. FAA should come up with a new new legal <laughs> there. New copy um, there. So so then that's pretty much yeah, it. We've for been that doing movie. 45 minutes on Top Gun today. <laughs> today. Today. We're actually I'm just gonna saying, do it again tomorrow. No. <laughs> I'm around. Do we wanna <laughs> is there anything else on Top Gun or can we get to questions and stuff? I think we need to get to questions. I'll just say the very final moment. Tom and Penny drive off in the sweet little car. No, or they no, don't on the on the motorcycle. Sorry, they also they leave. This- they leave. Miles Teller alone with a fourteen year old woman in the middle of the <laughs> desert. Fourteen year old girl. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. Yeah. He's got a fucking mustache, and they're like, <laughs> "It'll be fine. They'll, they'll be fine." They'll talk about yeah. Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> and then they fly off in a, and then Penny and Maverick fly off in a plane that's 85 years old. Yeah, so much of it is like Penny gets on the back of the bike. Penny, this character could have been a blow-up doll. It really <laughs> didn't matter. <laughs> like, poor Jennifer Conley. Uh, okay, anyway, and then at Lady Gaga song's place. Okay, great. So now we can get to questions and comments. Okay. We have so many. Um. Let me just scroll back, scroll all the way back. Oh, to do you want to hit? Are there like Top Gun questions? There's um, a lot of Jurassic Park questions, actually. Yes. Oh, how about this one? This is a good one. Page, Page is conscious. I recently saw a movie at an Alamo draft house, and someone brought their pet basset hound in a giant tote bag. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen in a movie theater? So first of all, this movie, this question made me so sad because we don't have Alamo Drafthouse here. It's the best cinema to see anything in. It's we got best. one in L.A. a couple of years ago. It's pretty nice, but it's downtown. So it's, it's the best. Far drive for um, me. So I'm very jealous. But I mean, I don't think anything can top uh, a basset hound in a giant tote bag because basset hounds are so long. That had to be the biggest. I don't even think it was a tote. It had to have been a duffel. Yeah, yeah, long, and their their ears are very long. His I, basset hounds. I love dogs. I love dogs. Basset hounds kind of freak me out. No, I love basset hounds. And they like their paws are like these like little like alien flipper things. Yeah, and their ears are constantly dragging against the ground. Your dog sat on the. <laughs> On a movie theater, and its ears were like on the sticky old ground oh, with yeah, butter and sour patch kids for two hours. 
No. What is the cleaning regimen for just the tips of the ears? <laughs> I don't know. Any basset hound dog owners, please let us know. I, I, you know, they're they're beautiful dogs. I know people with bat, two people with basset hounds. Whoa, a lot of basset hounds. I love them. I, I would not get a basset hound. Not for me. I would, because they just and are so cute. They look so sad. That's okay. Not everything in life has to be happy, Brett. I, of all people, <laughs> come on. Um, but so the craziest thing I've ever seen in a cinema, that's such a great question. I'm trying to think back. Um, I went to, like, I'm, I've gone to some fun cinema experiences. Like, I remember seeing Grindhouse when it came out in theaters. Oh, yeah. But I don't remember seeing anyone bringing props or like people dress up for the Dark Knight. I saw Dark Knight at midnight when it came out because Danny didn't always hate superhero movies. I know it's a surprise. Danny to everyone. used to be cool. <laughs> yeah. Now <laughs> she's a mom and she has to pronounce their names wrong every time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Arc Who Asylum. Um, so. The craziest thing, I just remember being very inspired. I feel like I've talked about this on this podcast before. I remember being very inspired one time early on in New York when I saw a movie and these ladies busted out full out burritos yeah. and fajitas and like assembled them as we watched the movie. The sizzling plate. <laughs> yes. And I just, a lot of people, I think, were annoyed at this because it was very full theater. It was a lot of food. It was smell. It smelled good to me and it was loud and messy. I just was inspired. I was like, I'm going to start bringing full meals to <laughs> the cinemas as well. And I did. I did start doing that. I am that type of person. And I think that's okay. I saw this was at a Broadway play. Someone brought a like full on like rotisserie chicken and like <laughs> one of those like clamshell like plastic things that sounds like a snare drum. That was psychotic. Yeah. Scary sort of thing with the with the Dark Knight. I was seeing the Dark Knight at the Cinerama Dome mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. It was like a Wednesday at 2 p.m. It was like it was in the middle of summer. I was going there with a friend. And this was like a couple weeks after it came out and people were pretty obsessed with the movie and then also obsessed with the sort of like Heath Ledger lore of it. Of course, and some fucking yeah. guy walked in and he was like, I am the Joker. And he was like wearing kind of like a musty suit. And he was kind of just like walking around funny and like just like in the middle of the movie, he just walks in. He's like he walks to the front of the screen. He turns around. And he's just like he's guy's a freak. And he's like, yeah, I am the fucking I am chaos. I'm the knight. Yeah. I am the Joker. And it was actually, I was like, is this guy going to shoot me in the face? Yeah, that's the other thing. There was that, there was a horrible shooting. For, it was that movie, That was right? for Dark Knight Rises, I think. Oh, Rises. Yeah, okay. that guy was like, oh, I'm the Joker too. Like he was, yeah. he's like, yeah. anyways, sorry. I'm sorry I'm like say Yeah. It's sad. Don't it's, see Joker movies in theaters. <laughs> yeah. Do you know they're making another Joker with Joaquin? Of course they are. It's called... Joker 2, Folly, something du Folly. What? It's like a French subtitle. Oh my God. It's like Joker de à la Folly. Oh my God. <laughs> um, all right. We, we got an advanced viewing request for The Man from Toronto from One River Mike. Maybe. We'll see. That's, that's going to be a really hard no for me. <laughs> I... I'm, you know, good for him. I'm, I'm happy that he's so successful. 
I'm happy Kevin that his, his family can, <laughs> you know, doesn't have to work a day in their lives. Uh-huh. I think, I think like watching snails like get trampled is like funnier than Kevin Hart. Like Kevin Hart is like, the least funny person I, I, I can't even think of. Like I was well, watching I think- TV last night and they showed a long ass commercial for this movie. And it's like Kevin Hart just like, Doing Kevin Hart thing, and he's just like he's just like really loud, and he just kind of subverts himself, and everyone's just mean to him, and he's but he's like really cocky despite it. It's just his brand, like this the kind of jokes that he does with his character is just so supremely not funny to me. I know, but you're sort of ignoring the whole point. No one wants us to see this movie because of Kevin Hart. They want us to see it because of the Canadian connection. Yeah, I know there's going to be a shopping spree, a makeover scene at Winners in this movie. There better be. (laughs) So that's why. There better be. No, yeah. Um, We got got two Julie outfit checks. Yeah. On May 31st, JCM tweets four confetti emojis. <laughs> and <laughs> on the photo is her. She's sitting, she's wearing a very Jennifer Connolly in Top Gun sort of ensemble. Yeah. She's sitting in a beautiful, like, patio chair yeah. in the sand in Malibu. And she's pointing at the ocean. <laughs> she's next to a very dingy looking chain she's link at fence. The most rusted fence in the world. <laughs> like you, have, you get tetanus just by sitting next to it. Also, no one at CBS made this graphic for her. She had someone on her team make it. No. She may have made this herself. And just in the sky, it says like just in the, the most basic font possible. It says July 6th, <laughs> hashtag BB24. And Julie is holding a Big Brother cue card. Right. She must have just like brought one home one night or whatever. She dragged that chair out there herself. Someone did. And for some reason said, instead of moving it slightly to the left, she was like, just, I don't care about the fence. We can crop it out later. And then forgot to crop it out later. This fence is an eyesore. Seven days later, JCM (laughs) tweets, one month to go, Four exclamation points. Hashtag BB24. RT if you're ready for July 6th. Two happy emojis. So happy to be back on this stage. Love heart. Smiley face emoji times two. Yeah. And then she posts four photos. (laughs) And she's on the set. And she is wearing a. It's a sateen. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Spaghetti <laughs> spaghetti strap, bow tied strap uh dress with a cinched waist. It's like a it's like a sunflower. It's like if print. sunflowers were blood red. Yeah, but also white. Um and chunky, chunky bracelets, big and a, thick a rings. simple cross necklace. Of course, simple cross neck. Hair is back in a fun, kicky ponytail. Um, she's looking very, very refreshed. I'll just say that. Yeah, I mean, she hasn't <laughs> been doing anything in. for a while. Yeah, uh-huh. considering there was just a season of Big Brother Celeb, she looks really refreshed. Yes. So that began, um, I mean, it's the same. We're both refreshed right now. I mean, talk to yeah. us like, talk to us like August. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We should be, we should be refreshed heading into our birthday week. Mm. But we're going to be like, oh, my God, 
these people, <laughs> it's like, oh, there's like 12 people in an alliance and the other three people like have so, no idea. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'd say it was a hot look, though. I will say it's a hot Which look. Which one? Both? No. Neither. Not the chain link fence, oh, the dress. I'm gonna, I was going to, I'm going to go hot on the chain link fence. I'm going to go not on the, you know, I'll get, a, I'll get a hot on both. You know what? All right. I'm feeling enough. generous. Time of year. Um, very quick answer to this question from Aaron, BBFan022. We will not be watching the challenge CBS USA. So there are a no, there are a lot of BBs <laughs> on the challenge. I know. I saw. I can't believe Xavier is going to be doing it. Yeah, like, okay. You know what, Xavier? You took a bet. You made, you bill $700 an hour. You're a lawyer. Yeah. You took a bet on yourself and you won 750K last summer. And you're like, and even then, probably less money than you would have made just being a lawyer. Right. Why are you being on, why are you going on the challenge, bro? Like, you can't be making that much money. It's, yeah. We don't watch it. So let us know what the prize is for the challenge. Yeah. S- tweeted us. Hey, Julie BBA on Twitter. Um, Paige also wanted to know who told Colin Trevorrow what audiences wanted from a new Jurassic Park movie is a new dino that's like the Joker. Does that mean depressed? <laughs> <laughs> Mad at society? Yeah. It's just like pro men's rights. Is there a pro men's rights dinosaur? <laughs> Um, I, I can't believe there's a new Jurassic Park. Can we talk about Jurassic Park 3? I can't believe there's a new one. Jurassic World 3. Um, we got another question in One River Mike. I'm off to watch Jurassic World 3, but you best be believing I'm going to be consuming this podcast ASAP. That was about our first Top Gun podcast. Well, got a present for you. Two Top Gun podcasts. Um, (laughs) these, these movies look so fucking bad. I saw the I, first one. Yeah, I saw the first one as well. And I actually kind of half enjoyed myself during the movie. And then like a fine. day later, I was like, this was really fucking stupid and bad. <laughs> and this is the new, this is the new media. Now that, now that the government has legislated guns away, nobody can like hold a gun anymore. No one can just shoot a dinosaur in the face. Okay. Oh. Because... This started with The Matrix 4. Right. Neo, first of all, just letting you guys know, I'm sarcastic. I'm talking sarcastically. Please take the guns away. <laughs> okay. In, but in movies, it's weird that they're like using less guns because in The Matrix 4, Neo, instead of shooting everybody and doing backflips and flying, he just holds his hands up the entire movie. Anytime yeah. Neo needs to do anything, he holds his hands up and magic energy flows out of his hands. And then I watched... Top Gun, Maverick, and they showed a fucking trailer for Jurassic Park. And the entire movie is Chris Pratt walking up to dinosaurs that have been murdering people for six movies straight. And he just holds up his hands in front of them like he's he's like this, the well, crosswalk guard. You forget that dinosaurs are animals and you can't kill the animals they have to kill each other. No, that, we, I mean, the humans all, cannot fine. kill them. That's fine because I I did actually rewatch Jurassic, the Lost World: colon, Jurassic Park, the second yeah. Jurassic Park movie, mm-hmm. and that whole movie. There's like an army that goes to the island and they're like shooting the dinosaurs, and, and the entire time I'm like, leave them alone. Exactly, that's Just a kill thing. the people. Leave them alone. I'm not complaining that they're not shooting the dinosaurs. I am complaining that these entire movies are just like 
they're in Vienna and there's like dinosaurs walking around and Chris Pratt's like, I know how I'm going to stop them. I'm going to calmly raise my right hand and be like, stop. How the hell? Stop. (laughs) How the hell did they even get in Vienna? I don't even, fucking know. The, the dinosaurs got off the island or whatever. Lost World, remind me, because the whole thing about the Lost World is that, like, oops, we brought the dinosaurs to the mainland. Yeah, oops, we brought one to San Diego. And then they kind of got... They is kind it of, San Diego? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Did they just have gone to Top Gun? <laughs> did, did the dinosaur disrespect the Navy at the hard <laughs> Um. Well, I think that's it. Um, no, it's not oh, wait, it. No. It's not Mom- it because yes. <laughs> yesterday Todd Bridges <laughs> tweeted out going to see Jurassic Park with my mom and my brother. And a bunch of people added him and they're like, how was it? And he retweeted all of them and he was like, pretty good. I liked it a lot. He's so, getting that engagement. Yeah. So just saying, like, this movie is pretty widely Jurassic World 3 is being pretty panned by audiences and critics alike, but not not the Bridges family. Bridges <laughs> no, family loved it. loves it. I lied. We do have, I want to say, Minnie Cthulhu wanted to know, will either of you be watching Miss Marvel? No. No. <laughs> I canceled my then, Disney Plus. All those shows are bad. And then Paige is Conscious has another final quest or it's a quest request. I would like to request for you guys to watch the card counter now that it's on HBO Max today and talk about it soon, please. This is an Oscar Isaac film about- where he plays a gambler. Yeah. I'm gonna a watch this. Gambler. I'm gonna yeah, watch I'm down this. to watch this actually. Um, well, yeah, maybe that'll be our next week's pod. I don't know what is gonna freaking what could possibly follow this? Okay, so they do a two-part episode about Top Gun Maverick, the biggest <laughs> movie in the world. And they follow it up by talking about a underseen gambling movie. <laughs> On from, HBO Max. From 18 months ago. <laughs> that sounds That's like just, us. You, you guys can never, you never know what to expect from Hey Julie, a podcast about Big Brother. You never know. All right. Thank you all so much for your questions, your comments. Send us more and we will be back next week. Yeah. This was so much fun. Goodbye, Maverick. (laughs) Goodbye, Maverick. (laughs) 